FM.
right. Good morning. You are listening to TV on the radio here on BFF.FM. I'm Leah, and I'm here with Jessica this morning. Good morning, Jess. Good morning, Leah. And uh, that was the inimitable Eddie Money playing Mm -hmm. us in. (laughs) R.I.P. Rest in power, King. Um, (laughs) So um, today we are talking about the Peacock original, um, The Resort, Mm -hmm. starring... Kristen Milioti and William Jackson Harper. Um, you will know Kristen Milioti as the mother in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> it's fine. to save yourself eight years or however long that you run for. And um, you will know William Jackson Harper as Cheaty in The Good Place. Mm-hmm. And also uh, Marcus in Love Life, season two of yeah. the HBO Max original, which I found charming yeah that's a very Um, charming show yeah very charming show um but here they star as a married couple noah and emma ostensibly celebrating their 10-year anniversary in mexico yeah bahia del paraiso (laughs) um and uh hijinks and a murder mystery ensue Mm -hmm. well not a murder mystery actually nobody's dead it turns out well somebody's dead (laughs) okay spoilers (laughs) spoilers if you haven't seen the resort on peacock (laughs) Um, hands up if any of you know what Peacock is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I have not heard one word about this show. You mentioned you were watching it, and that's the the start and finish. Yeah, of what I've heard about it. I'm not even sure how I got turned on to this. Yeah, show, and I googled it today, looking for some uh, mm-hmm. think pieces to get mad about. Not many. <laughs> no, nothing. No. no one's talking about there's this just, show. There's just reviews. There that's will it. there will not be a second season, I'm sure. And there is no one listening. Season. There is. There is going to be a second season, I believe. Sorry, I hope that eye roll was audible. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not to say I didn't enjoy the show because I very much did. Yeah. Um Yeah, let's let's talk about that, shall we? <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> Seems like a good place to start. Uh yeah, I you mentioned that this seemed sort of like High budget for Peacock. It did, yeah. I mean, the two other Peacock originals we've watched are Girls 5, Eva, and mm-hmm. um, Rutherford Falls. Yes. Which both had a little bit of like a JV feel, okay. like yeah. um, like they were filmed in a single soundstage or something. Everyone had to bring their own lunch to set. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. You do your own hair and makeup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was, I don't know where it was filmed, but it, there were outdoor scenes, which is a step up from those two shows. Um, there were some New York shots in in girls five hours were there yeah with the actors present or was it yeah with the actors (laughs) i went to universal studios last year and took quite a few pictures of the rutherford falls set really (laughs) (laughs) for some reason i didn't greatly enjoy that show and that was canceled after its second season unfortunately gone too soon um but it was okay it was was, well and now it'll never get the chance to be more than okay because they won't throw any money at it so um but the resort seems like their first foray into, um, you know, HBO Max light type programming. Yeah. I, I would not have been surprised to see the show running on HBO Max. And now I'm wondering because I heard, well, not HBO Max, but they're, I think, now airing this show on NBC. Oh, okay. Like, and I wonder if that's going to be like, speaking of junior varsity, I wonder if, if that's how Peacock is going to work. Like if something does well enough, they'll. Give it a second it season to... and put it on real TV. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, real TV is not a tangible thing anymore, right? I don't think, I think I'm the last person in North America with an actual like real TV subscription. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Peacock is NBC's streaming service. Mm-hmm. You may have seen it 
with that absolute farce of a fucking Emmys that aired last oh, Monday night. I, maybe at the end of this, we can talk, do a postmortem on the Emmys because oh, I was unable to watch it, unfortunately. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. It, it's, ugh, it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> put a pin in that. I put a pin in that. Um, but yeah, so as I said, this show seemed like their first foray into kind of trying to, you know, reach a broader audience. Um, all the reviews that I read made comparisons between the resort and the White Lotus, mm-hmm. which I felt were unwarranted and unnecessary. <laughs> I don't need Mike White's fucking show shoved down my throat anytime I... somebody travels to a hotel. Like, Yeah, I mean, like, I can't see a lot of parallels except for the fact that it takes place at a resort. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The White Lotus was more of like an upstairs downstairs thing, and this was more of like a, a murder mystery. There was some magical realism. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah, a lot, lot of magical. No one shit in a suitcase in this one, which I greatly appreciated. <laughs> I saw Ben Ben Sinclair's ass was a delight to see versus Steve Zahn's unsolicited dick in the yeah. first episode. I agree. <laughs> a spoilers for the White Lotus guys. Um, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I enjoyed the show a lot. Yeah. I was, um, my husband and I watched it after the first few episodes had aired, and we blew through it pretty quickly and then had to wait for the last two episodes that were, mm-hmm. that came out weekly, episodically, which, don't do that. If it's, <laughs> if it's streaming, just give it all to me. Give it all to me now. Give it all to me now. I want it now, daddy. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot more and I th- than I anticipated i thought it was kind of going to be a like you know shut brain off watch the show and i yeah i found it surprisingly you know uh enjoy i was definitely invested in the story the story is as i said emma and noah arrive at this resort for their 10-year wedding anniversary the onset of puberty for their marriage <laughs> yes the, <laughs> yeah as luna calls it and they are clearly um Drifted apart. Disconnected yeah. at this point in their relationship. And um, I greatly enjoyed the first episode where you see them lazily floating down the lazy river and mm-hmm. just being sort of unable to wring any joy from this trip. Yeah. Um, which, of course, makes sense because <laughs> wherever you go, there you are, you know. And yeah. being in Mexico is not going to help. Um, but then uh, they go on an excursion and Emma gets yeeted into the woods and <laughs> off of an ATV, <laughs> off of an ATV uh, bangs her head and finds a uh, flip phone mm-hmm. which she is powerless to resist picking up yeah. in the woods which I would assume it was a drug runner's and just leave it where it was <laughs> <laughs> that's on me I guess um, and then she proceeds to take it one step further and uh, go into town to get an old sim card or to get a similar make of phone mm-hmm. so, um, she can- so she can switch out the sim card and discovers that this phone um belongs to a kid named sam who mysteriously disappeared 15 years ago from a shuttered resort on the island the ocean vista resort Mm -hmm. and the story um unravels from there with her trying to track down the story of what happened to sam and another um guest at the hotel violet and there's flashbacks to Sam and Violet's story as Noah and um, Emma are trying to uncover the mystery mm-hmm. of what happened. And uh, as I said, Ben Sinclair, who you guys will know as the guy from High Maintenance yes. on HBO, um, 
was an executive producer and wrote part of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and directed a few episodes. And directed a few episodes. And always delighted to see Ben yeah. Sinclair show up. You always know something's going to be a little hinky when yeah. Ben Sinclair shows up. <laughs> and uh, yeah. He was is, great in this. He was great. He's great in everything. Everyone was great in this, I thought. Yeah. I think that was the real strength of the show. I think uh, you pointed out that it got, you know, middling reviews. Yeah, very much so. And I think if you really look closely at it it doesn't totally hold up as a story um yeah there's a lot of plot there's a lot of plot it's (laughs) a lot of silly it's a you know if you in retrospect a lot of the misdirections are really stupid but um it's everyone's just so compelling Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's what made it work yeah i i love i don't remember most of the actors names but the kid who played sam yeah who i know from the righteous gemstones Skylar or something. Yeah, Skylar. I find him Gorgino so... Gorgino or something. Yeah, I, I think he's so charming. He, he has a real innocence to yeah. him that is just utterly... Like, yeah, it's very beguiling. He is yeah. just... Yeah. And his, like, meet-cute with Counterpart. Violet is... He flies off his skateboard and cracks his head against a palm tree. Mm-hmm. And so she, you know, tries to fix his traumatic brain injury with super glue in <laughs> sure. her hotel room. And yeah. I feel like that scene could have easily not worked. Like mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was supposed to be, uh, it sort of establishes their chemistry. And yeah. it just really worked. I yeah. just love the two of them together. And I thought that that's what made this show, you know, yeah. like everyone was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> I think um, one of the things that really worked for me in that respect is I like, the this is a show that takes a lot of weird twists and turns but it ends up being about memory and time Mm -hmm. and grief and um mourning and nostalgia basically and I'm a real nostalgia bitch so it was right up my alley (laughs) like I am forever mourning something that may or may not have happened in my past (laughs) you asked in your outline like if I could go back to a time when Mm -hmm. would it be and I was I mean, I was thinking about that. Like, I think, I think I'm conditioned by like television and storytelling to not accept any wishes from genies or anything because <laughs> sure, you, yeah. you will be punished <laughs> yeah, for, of course, you know, trying to subvert yeah. God's plan for you or whatever. Um, but yeah, nostalgia is so powerful. I think mm-hmm. back to like five years ago and I think, God, I was so young back then. <laughs> I think back to last year. Yeah. I'm like, oh, remember that one day that yeah. like, speaking of this morning, I came out to walk my dog at 7 a.m. And I was like, oh, the light is just beautiful. And like there's like the the ground was wet and it smelled so fresh. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it feels so cleansed. And then as I am running to my car and I'm fucking downpour two hours later yeah. i'm like no i'm over this no no <laughs> absolutely not but ago, yeah but so the, young and innocent at the then. time i was like oh what a magical feeling i was like thinking forward to like a tableau that i've set for myself of my cozy sunday listening to the rain yeah. like candles lit under you know i'm like this has not happened yet i'm already nostalgic light. for it like so my uh yeah there's anyway the 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 show deals with all these themes that are really right up my alley so mm-hmm. it's very uh very compelling to me but the contrast between the old established love of Noah and Emma and the the new like the vibrant hit of that like new attraction and like meeting someone and just being like all in you know yeah. like was um 
really sweet. And um, yeah, definitely, as you said, like anchored by those actors. Mm-hmm. I think that all the performances were really great. I have said to you, and now I'll tell all our listeners, that um, I think William Jackson Harper is unbelievably charismatic. Like, oh, yeah. I think in in a extremely understated way. Like, he is definitely the co-worker that you don't notice until you go to karaoke and he, like, <laughs> blows you away with a rendition of Two Tickets to Paradise or whatever, you know? Like, he is, he's a sleeper, like, charisma bomb, yeah. for sure. And I think Love Life was the first time I saw that in him. He had, it, it examines, that show is on HBO Max if you'd like to watch it. It's it's fine. It's a perfect Sunday watch, actually. It is, you could yeah. watch both seasons. The first one features Anna Kendrick mm-hmm. and explores her love life. And then the second one features William Jackson Harper and explores his love life. And yeah, over um, the course of several years. Over the course of several years. Yeah, exactly right. It's a Sunday watch. It goes down real easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But add um, that to your blanket and candles and yeah. pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> My leather and suede candle shall be burned today. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I find him, like, extremely charismatic. And one of the reviews I read said that William Jackson Harper is forever being cast as, they basically said, like, a neutered male against a white woman. And I I took offense to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, uh, what did they, hang on, I'm, I'm trying to see what they specifically said. Um they said that... This is in the New Yorker yeah, article you sent Yeah, the New Yorker article said that he is cast once again as a non-virile black man in a relationship with a white woman. And I was like, fuck, should I examine my attraction to William Jackson Harper through this lens? And it's like, I just think that's the energy William Jackson Harper brings. And I also... Well, what is... Like, I'm curious. I want to unpack what that means like non-virile like what are you saying about other black characters yeah i think they're exactly. saying like he's non-threatening <laughs> he's non-threatening is what they're saying because you're threatened by other black yeah. characters yeah okay yeah that's what i that's what i took from it and yeah. i was deeply offended by that on behalf of william Jackson. i mean i kind of see the point he is like a yeah i don't know yeah it's a little weird I, and he is always opposite white women but not in love life oh really okay you saw, did I you saw, see the second I, season of Love I Life? I did. I mean, I, maybe I didn't finish it, but you know, in one ear, out the other. That show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just washed over you. Absolutely. <laughs> there, were, there were some scenes of William Jackson Harper having sex in that. He was very virile in okay, Love Life. <laughs> Love Life. Um, but, um, I th- yeah, I don't know. I also think that that was the character. That was actually both male characters in each relationship were led by the actions of the woman that yes. they were with. So I also don't know if that's just the story. Um, but I don't know. I really like William Jackson Harper, and I'm not prepared to give that up, guys. Yeah. But, I also yeah. feel like so many complaints about TV tropes are just like, what do you want? You yeah. want everyone to be mm-hmm. everything all the yeah. time? Like yeah, exactly. Some people are yeah. cut out for a certain kind of role, yeah. I guess. Like, He's supposed to be Rambo as well as like... Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's like complaining that one of the female characters wasn't a CEO or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, she wasn't enough of a girl boss for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, she was on vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm really straw manning here, but so, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Kristen Milioti, I have... I enjoyed her in Palm Springs. Um, the guy who c- 
created this also did yeah. Palm Springs. Another and movie that I remember enjoying very much. I don't remember a single thing about it. I did enjoy it. it. Uh, but I, I love Andy Samberg. I, I was going to say against most of my better <laughs> my better angels because I don't love Andy, Ugh, Andy love Samberg. Um, yeah, he was pretty charming in that movie. It was it was cute. That was a time loop movie. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy, the guy who created this also created um, Lodge 49. Oh, which is another sort of metaphysical show that examines things without really answering anything. I've been meaning to go back to that show yeah. and watch. Starring all. Wyatt Russell. Yes, who I've really come around to. Yeah. Not that I had anything against him, <laughs> but he's really grown on me. We've I loved him in buried our beef yeah. with Wyatt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Bygones, Wyatt Russell. <laughs> yeah. You're okay with us now, Wyatt Russell. You were on the fence for a while, but... Um, that murder Mormon show really uh, won us over. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he brutally murdered a woman and her baby. <laughs> yeah, and then ran to Reno. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, but we're really digressing. So, the, yeah, what is time? Is what the show examines. Yeah, and that's why we feel free to meander down other lanes of thought. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I I. Sort of love the parallels of the two relationships. And you see, and one of the things that I really liked is Sam and Violet meet and they have this like amazing night together. They end up with Alex, played by Ben Sinclair, who's the enigmatic owner of the Ocean mm-hmm. Vista, um, who is going through some stuff. Yes. Having his some memory leak. Memory is leaking out of his ears. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Which seems unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Seems not great. Um, <laughs> well, that's what he says. We're unsure if his memory is actually leaking out of his ears or right. not. Um, so they end up with him because um, Violet has a book gifted to her by her recently deceased mother. Um, and there's an inscription in it that says, like, meet me in Pasahai. Mm-hmm. Pasahai, right. Um, and they've triangulated all the parts of this book to discover that Pasahai is like a real sort of time portal, I guess, in mm-hmm. the Yucatan Peninsula in the desert somewhere. Not the desert, the forest. The opposite of Jungle. desert. <laughs> Jungle. Whatever. In the forest. <laughs> forest. Squirrels, chipmunks. Is jungle a type of forest? Or are they separate? <laughs> and there's got to be some man out there who can tell us. Um, we are at BFF TV on the radio. Feel free to tweet your Yucatan Peninsula knowledge at me. Um, I would love to hear if a jungle is a type of forest. It's got to be. <laughs> they all have trees, right? I mean, I don't know. You'll not say. <laughs> um, but uh, so Violet and Sam set off. They end up being abandoned by Alex. Um, and then they set off into the jungle. Mm-hmm. And you see their relationship sort of like it starts off hot and heavy. And then you see them as as these hurdles come up. Realize that like. Maybe they're not, yeah, like that into each other, and like you, you rarely see that play out in shows. Yeah, and I really appreciated that. And like, she eventually abandons him and goes into this cave, which I would urge against. Yeah, uh, the scariest part of the show for me, a, a non-scary show, yeah. was we see in parallel Noah and Emma trying to locate the same cave, mm-hmm. and she's like shoving herself through increasingly smaller mm-hmm. passageways. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel like oh real really 
something. And I did not like that. Impossible to watch. Yeah. It was truly terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. like, that's some 127 hour shit. No, thank you. It, it terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. When she says I'm stuck, yeah. I was like, mm-mm, nope, <laughs> nope, absolutely not. Yeah. I am a real nostalgia bitch, but I draw the line <laughs> at crawling through something smaller than my body. Yeah. <laughs> that, that fear of being stuck somewhere is. Yeah, it's not truly, a good feeling. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's truly horrifying. Um, but you see Sam and Violet 15 years prior um, in this cave, which is now flooding due to yeah, this like, like huge storm. <laughs> and I didn't like that. But I was comforted by like the sweetness of them having each other. And like, I think that that's part of, you know, I don't, I don't know. A lot of this examines like relationships and what purpose relationships serves serve in your life and there's a character Baltasar Frias there's a whole side plot to do with how we meet him but turns out he was the head of security who always wanted to be a detective at Ocean Vista and he has kept extensive files on Sam and Violet for the last 15 years and his search for them and um Baltasar Frias was an absolute delight yeah just (laughs) from scene one just all the way through just an absolute winking arch delight um, there was a, there's a scene where, um, again, this, the show has a lot of plot and there's a scene where you see Baltazar Frias as the child of like this wealthy family, the wealthy, very powerful, somewhat nefarious capitalist, like, uh, family, <laughs> they, own, they own an empire, they own an empire, they're a family of powerful tailors yes. <laughs> <laughs> that have, I guess, broadened their uh, garment business yeah. into an all-encompassing empire. But you see him as a child um, having this um, sort of Wes Anderson-like um, correspondence. Stan- correspondence with an author, and it turns out that this author has written the book that Violet mm-hmm. is carrying that has the story of Pesahaye and all of that in it, and it turns out that um, Baltazar Frias and this Ilan Ibera, the author, have like this fraught history that yes. leads to one of them dying and one of them being stabbed in the hand with a pen, <laughs> causing at least some major nerve damage, which was never addressed again. <laughs> like, you don't just bandage that up. This That's, was like yeah. a cartridge, like a... Cartilage, yeah. He probably had extensive like, surgeries, you know. Sure. In the in the 24 hours, yeah, between there and like oh, coming right. to this cave or whatever. Fair enough. Um, but Baltazar Frias... Uh, he sort of plays the gateway, I guess, to all the like mystical stuff about, um, you know, like everything in your life has led you to this. And like, what if none of this is a choice? And what if it's all like preordained that you were the one who was supposed to find this and like you have to let go of something? And his detective skills, uh, Veer towards the woo woo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There what is the line between like detectiving and psychoanalysis, <laughs> like Freudian psychoanalysis? Yeah. yeah, there's there's a little bit where he thinks he's like a powerful, you know, bruja. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Like, I think that's bruja detective. There's, yeah. you know, it seems like a thin line <laughs> with Baltazar Frias. Um, Which I that's one of the things I enjoyed about this show is like. You know, it takes place in Mexico. There's like these elements of magical realism. And uh, yeah, I'm curious what you think about how it all winds up and if it if it all adds up at the end or if it's just like there's one episode. 
what was the title? So the first episode is titled The Disappointment of Time, and then the last episode is titled The Disillusionment of Time. Oh, okay. Episode six is titled Hunk Before Lubes, yeah. <laughs> which it's heavily, like, forced in your face to unscramble, which is, like, bunch of bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and that's, like, I think the... I can't remember. It's from the author's book. I don't remember if it's the language he created. Oh, right. She's like, oh, so you just said F instead of H. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they think it's this like, yeah, I guess like a cipher to unscramble. Mm -hmm. But he's like looking at them like, you don't get it. It's, you know, a bunch of bullshit. And I guess is that should I take? (laughs) Am I to understand that I don't I don't I don't understand like how it ends. But whatever. It's magic. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that this is, we talk a lot about enjoying shows that are people looking for one thing when really what they find is another. And this is exactly what it is. And kind of my read, so we find out that Emma and Noah have a shared tragedy of losing a baby. Mm -hmm. And um, Emma never got to meet their baby. um, And Noah did. And she they it's clearly caused the rift between them or at least contributed to, yeah. to it and she seems entirely unwilling to address it or talk about it which same girl like, <laughs> I, i'm any type of trauma i'm just gonna bury that shit All and that. let it absolutely sever any relationships in my life that's <laughs> absolutely how i would play that as well Way to uh, go. yeah so i get it um, I would rather solve a mystery than do introspection. You know? Well, that's, I mean, that's basically the premise of the yeah. show is that, like, she feels, like, alive by this, like, thing bigger than her that she gets to, like, be engrossed by. And it turns out that really what she's searching for is, like, is there meaning to any of right. this? Like, but also she is, is there an answer? eventually compelled by this idea of a time portal and mm-hmm. it is driven by that at the end. So yeah, and she is, says that she would go back. She would. Yeah. So that's the stand-in for actual, like, introspection. <laughs> it's just trying to go back and fix it or, you know. Yeah. And then in the end, she... Uh, spoilers for this show, which, I don't know. We're making sound more confused. I don't know. It's pretty confusing. Um, but uh, in the end, she decides to stay. Right. She does not, in fact, go back. She squeezes through that tiny cave, which is supposed to symbolize birth, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And then... um she uh, finds Sam and Violet floating in a pool of goo and <laughs> pulls them out. Yeah. And they think that it's been five minutes and in reality it's been 15 years that they have been suspended in this goo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was interesting that the, as I mentioned, both of these, the relationships parallel each other in that it's like women driving the action each time and these men just being, wanting to be there for them. And... um Going along Maybe the that's ride. the most unrealistic part of the show. <laughs> 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 that a man would just be like, whatever you want, darling. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, in reality, they'd be like, get the fuck out of the jungle now. <laughs> or wouldn't come after you in the jungle. <laughs> like, yeah. But um, it's, fu- it's so you see them being pulled out and then you see uh, Sam talking to Noah and Noah's like teaching him how to use an iPhone and then you see like oh, yeah. Emma and uh, Violet talking and they're like did you see her like they're you know going to like the heart of like what they were each questing yeah. for which was to connect with Violet Violet to connect with her dead mom and uh, Emma to collect connect with her dead child who and you 
when she puts her hand in, you hear a baby cry, and she. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, you didn't. No. Yeah. So, and she decided not to. She stayed. Yeah. And is the point of that that like sometimes it's just enough to know that like you were saying like I think sometimes you're like searching for something and then you're like it's it's enough to just know that there's shit out there that I can't know mm. like there's I guess I kind of took away that like you can't even if you can go back like you can't fix well I don't know I guess if time travels real then who knows what you can do yeah but you like give up something like this is your memories leaking out of your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah maybe that's it no, I don't know. I mean, I think it's about like uh, the gift is now, you know, like mm-hmm. this is all we have. And mm-hmm. the the only thing you can do is move forward, whether that involves introspection or not. Just well, as a real <laughs> one nostalgia bitch, other. that's a real blow to my theory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we uh, Sam and Violet don't seem to have really taken anything away from I mean, is Violet like a new person for having been able to see her mom one last time? We don't know. We don't get any of that. And also I was thinking like, I was like, so the government comes in and like hushes this up, right? Like, (laughs) like, what do we do? Like Sam and Violet can never go back to their lives, right? Like Uh, you don't just get to go back to your situation. (laughs) It's short circuit. Johnny Five is alive, like a hundred percent. Like they're going to be disappeared. Like, so is this show getting a second season? I think so. Oh, I don't know. I haven't reheard. I, I was impressed that. by the bold choice of like, because I thought, you know, a show like this is going to be about like, you can't go back. And, yeah. um, you know, and the the sort of nostalgic feeling of these two parallel stories, but they'll never, parallels don't intersect. Yeah. But this show is like, ah, sometimes they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you find them in a cave of goo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Why not? And also, I have to say that, like, this is, again, going to sound real woo-woo of me, but I'm like, cool, like, choice setting this in the Yucatan Peninsula, because if there is ever a time for, like, some weird fucking time portal to open up, it's it's definitely going to be there, right? Oh, really? Like, I just, <laughs> what do you know that I don't? No, it just has a, like, mystical feel. Yeah, like, I was, I, <laughs> I was thinking there have to be parallel, I mean, so the show has, like, this Mexican, uh, magical realism mm-hmm. element to it and uh because i'm very smart the only example i am aware of is cien años de soledad which i read in espanol in, <laughs> in ap spanish so i don't remember fuck all about it yeah. except that it was in spanish but today i read the wikipedia synopsis of it mm-hmm. to find some uh parallels and uh i didn't come up with that much but okay. it is about like um, a family that's like founds this town that is isolated and supposed to be utopian. And I thought maybe there were some parallels between Alex, who he's like this enigmatic, quirky guy, but what he wants for this resort is for it to be magical. You know, yeah. like he has this real special relationship with all the staff. Yeah. And like it's not just. And some, it's all outcasts who don't fit in yeah. their regular life, who came to work there, who really found a family together. Mm-hmm. And. There's that beautiful shot of Baltazar. You don't know at the time, but like it's Baltazar's birthday and like he yeah. set off all these like they got high and like watched all these fireworks that they set off. And like it's just, yeah, it's about the nature of time and memory and like. And at the what, end of who are you if you don't have that? And like what makes up a life? Is it like your memories or is it your experiences? Is it the past? Is it like mm-hmm. what's yeah like now what's here and now and all of that yeah 
and it spoilers for a hundred years of solitude, but <laughs> I think you're I think our I I think once it's been published for, you know, however long a hundred years of solitude has been published, I think it's okay. Eventually after several generations, I think the town is destroyed and we you find out I'm sorry, anyone who's read that book is probably very mad right now. Um but you find out like it was all foretold somehow mm-hmm. and uh there, I feel like there's a parallel to this resort having been destroyed and Alex having tried to preserve his disintegrating memory with mm-hmm. like all these post-it notes and this mural that he's painted mm-hmm. with all the characters who have passed through the resort. and Including um, Noah and mm-hmm. Emma. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. So what are we to make of that? I don't know. That's going to be my, my think piece. Like <laughs> six months after everyone's forgotten this show and uh, having only read the wikipedia plot synopsis <laughs> of 100 years of solitude i'm gonna write a hot take about all the parallels oh well, it's, it's gonna be a buzzfeed style gift gallery yes absolutely <laughs> well, all the easter eggs in the resort <laughs> that are references to jorge luis borges well wasn't there so one of the things i was kind of unclear on sam and violet disappear and the next day the resort is destroyed by a hurricane mm-hmm. and i was like well was everyone in the resort also destroyed by the hurricane. And then we do find out later that no, they evacuated. Um, But also a body washed up on the shore. Mm -hmm. And is that Alex? Or is Alex traveling through time? Well, that's Because how did Alex paint the, paint Noah and Emma? Did he paint Noah and Emma? Did they just Oh, well, the show does, I mean, obviously at the end, we are to find out that someone's been suspended in time. But we also see, uh, What's her name? Emma rolling down the hill as she's thrown off her ATV. And at the end, somewhere around the end, we see Alex. Oh, placing placing those two cell phones. And they're not in the frame at the same time. But it's suggested that like he runs away as soon as she's rolling down the hill. And those are supposed to have taken place 15 years apart. So there's there's some time travel going on here. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought it was that he had placed it at the time after he left Sam and Violet. And he did placed it there knowing that she would. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it was ambiguous, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I like thinking about all that shit and being like, yeah, what what makes you like if your memories are leaking out your ear, what are you? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there was a memento reference too. like he's trying to keep track of everything with post-it notes and you see that he's written something on his knee to remind himself of something. And that reminded me of Mm -hmm. that movie. I wonder if that movie holds up. I don't know. I only saw it once. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, Baltazar Frias um, <laughs> is the bruja who's kind of <laughs> doing, doing the whole thing. Um, but his whole, like, haughty vibe, like, he carried himself as somebody who has been raised in immense wealth and power yeah. and, like, is trying to distance himself from it but has these, like, delusions was just delightful. Was and great. then there's a scene... so. At the beginning, there's a whole thing about the Frias family and and there's a saying like, don't fuck with the yellow snake because their F looks like a yellow snake. It has four noses. And then he's literally attacked by a (laughs) yellow snake in the cave. And you see him like yell like, I'm tired of beating symbolism, like (laughs) being beaten by symbolism or whatever. What symbolism is beating is is constantly recurring in your life, Jess? Oh, that, what what do you have to deal with? <laughs> it's obviously his fraught relationship with his family, which he deals with. And then Emma squeezes through that cave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I 
since I was a child, I felt like the number of times I've walked under a street lamp and it turns off is very strange. <laughs> oh. Does that um, happen to you? No. That happens to me all the time. Wow. Yeah. It's the interplay of dark and light in your life. Yes, you need to bring the darkness to the fore. I, this is a very tangential and maybe completely unrelated, but I, I came home from Mexico yes. last night on a research trip for the show. Bienvenidos. <laughs> Gracias. <laughs> um, and I was on BART. And I decided to listen to um, Paranoid, the Black Sabbath album, which I haven't listened to in a very long time. I felt like, oh, this feels like a, I don't know. I just picked it. I came home. Did you, though, or was it predestined? I came home. <laughs> my husband was watching a documentary on the making of Paranoid, the Black <gasps> Sabbath album. Isn't that wild? That is, <laughs> that's pretty fucking wild, I have to say. Yeah. That's, yeah, see? I, Something's going on. I don't know. Time portal yeah. opened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I was on the plane listening to a podcast where everyone was fucking whispering. And because of the airline noise, I turned it up loud enough to hear. So then when I started Paranoid, it like blasted my brain open. So maybe it was just so loud that Stephen could hear it from from the uh, SFO BART station where I started playing it. And that subconsciously gave him the idea to watch the documentary. Where do you think everybody in the show ends up? Uh, like after the action yeah. that we see, yeah, uh, yeah, in a laboratory underneath the Pentagon, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you don't just get to go back to your family. Like yeah, they're like, oh yeah, no, Sam was just man. What studying would you abroad? do if you're if someone showed up in your life and had an age? I would assume that I was being tricked. You know, like well, you know how sometimes people like lose a child and then a, a faker a shows up years later up? Yep. and they. They want so badly yeah. for it to be their child that they let yeah. them. Yeah. That's what I would assume. No, I mean, Jess, I think we have evidence of that every single day with Jared Leto. So, <laughs> I mean, it, the, the truth is out there. Like, when we go to somebody's Put door, him we're going to have to. <laughs> Truly. I don't think it could hold Jared Leto. <laughs> when we go to somebody's door, we are going to have to say, I am Agent Scully. <laughs> Just like they do when they go to the author's house. <laughs> Played by um, Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. Oh, I always, always like yes, see. Love him. Yeah, it was great. I thought my big thing was I was like, it's going to be Alex. That's going to be the author of the book. Mm. But it wasn't. No. Um, <laughs> but the book features a character named Alejandro, obviously based on Alex. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Jared Leto is living proof of that. Um, but yes, they they don't get to go back to rejoin their life. And now they're tied together forever. Like, can you imagine? You're just like, oh, God, this is like, I just made out with this guy. I didn't oh, even like him yeah. that much. Like, mm-hmm. to, And it was funny, like that scene. T- there was plenty that was funny about this show, too. Like, it was a little winking sometimes. But you see the scene with them. And she's like, could you use a little less tongue? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just matching your energy. And like, <laughs> they were just talking about, like, how this clearly wasn't going to work. Yeah. And by the way, Sam was on vacation with his girlfriend who he had discovered was banging. Um, Her college There professor. was an unsolicited dick pic in the show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Damn it. I didn't <laughs> mind it as much because it wasn't attached to Steve's on. It was on a flip phone. It was on too, a flip so. phone. <laughs> it was grainy and pixelated. Did you send pictures on a flip phone back then? I don't know. I never took a picture before I had an iPhone. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Yeah. You, you definitely wouldn't. Um, 
All right. Well, what else did you like or what else did you think was a mess about this show? Um, I don't know. It was just a lot of fun. I think if you went back and rewatched it, like I said, the misdirections were silly. Like Balth- yeah. Balthazar and the Frias family were made out to be very menacing. Mm-hmm. And like they could they uh, at one point, Noah and Emma go to a detective who had been looking into the case until the hurricane destroyed all the possible evidence. Mm-hmm. And he says something like, you should probably give me that phone if you like being alive. But then when they finally encounter Balthazar, there's nothing there. No, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing threatening about him. It's all just nonsense. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. There's a scene where Sam and Violet go to the employee Christmas mm-hmm. party at the resort. And Balthazar comes in and everyone starts dancing. And it has a real, like, dirty dancing vibe. Yeah, like, definitely. The, I heard one of them. The help have the, the actual fun party. Yeah. Um, maybe it was a reference to Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, which I <laughs> haven't revisited since that came to the theaters. But... I liked that movie. <laughs> okay, there no shame in that. Speaking of um, people with un unparalleled charisma, Diego Luna can do no wrong. Yeah, that that launched him onto the scene, right? Um, maybe. I mean, I think Itumama Tambien was his oh, breakout, sure, sure, but sure. Dirty Dancing was in English, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Havana Nights, not just Dirty Dancing. <laughs> See, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we have not yet mentioned, we're 44 minutes in, we have not yet mentioned Nick Offerman, who mm-hmm. plays Violet's dad. Yes. Um, and Nick Offerman does his Nick Offerman thing. Like, yeah. he, he was, I think he was effective he was enough fine. as, like, her bereaved dad. But, excuse me, then he shows up, like, 15 years later, and he's, like, a grizzled, like, mountain man now who has, like freighted a charter and like woken up with yeah. you know just the usual nick offerman right like, that thing. new yorker article you sent me said that he was like the strength of the show yeah. which i disagree with a strong disagree. he was fine yeah but he was also basically a tertiary character mm-hmm. um and that scene like so he's i guess we assume he's stayed in mexico this whole time like basically looking for his daughter who mm-hmm. who went missing um but we get this story that he recounts to Balthazar of what he's been up to. And it's just, like, ridiculous. It goes on forever. He yeah. fought with the Contras. He, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. trafficked weapons or whatever. And I thought it was funny, but that's Dated funny because it's a meta-commentary on, on, like, Nick a Nick Offerman character. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he was good. Yeah, well, he we was... always liked Nick Offerman. Yeah, sure. He was fine. He was, he was not the strength of this show, though. No. For sure. I was... Uh, it's very weird to see Nick Offerman without facial hair. Yeah, <laughs> truly is. Yeah, talk about a time machine. Yeah. Like Nick, Nick Offerman loses 20, 30 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, everyone does, but. Yeah, um, but I I said that I felt like it was great to set it there because I feel like the Yucatan Peninsula does have a real mystical yeah. feel to it. Um, have you been anywhere where you've been like, oh, there's 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 shit going on here below the surface that I'm not aware of? Um, Abilene, Texas. <laughs> well, but only because I mean, there's nothing going on on the surface there. So, and but I mean mystical, not oh, like mystical. not nefarious, <laughs> <laughs> mystical, magical realism. Um, mystical. I I don't know. Maybe we got to make it to Santa Fe. <laughs> oh yeah, Santa Fe. I've been to Santa Fe. It is not mystical. You don't feel like Santa Fe's portal to something? No, it okay. is a it is a tchotchke shop where. You can get your aura red on every corner for $45 or whatever. I mean, the mountains are, good are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if you just walked into those red mountains, you'd feel feel the vibes. But yeah. not in town. 
<laughs> Thumbs okay. down to Santa Fe. No offense to our, you know, Santa Fe listeners. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, uh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> All offense to our Santa Fe listeners. Oh, you know what has a weird vibe is Albuquerque. <laughs> sure, I can see that. I, uh, yeah, spent a night in Albuquerque and it was, uh, maybe it was the meth, but it's a, it's a bizarre town. Yeah. I, I've probably told this story many times, but we passed through Albuquerque and I know people like it. Like I've known people sure. who have expatriated to Albuquerque and liked it just fine. But walking around downtown at night, very weird vibes. <laughs> like a lot of, I, like, just kind of a messy feel, but like also just everywhere I looked, like I feel like I saw like a pregnant teenager standing on the corner and then I walked by a nightclub where the bouncer was wearing one Mickey Mouse glove, like <laughs> but only one. And uh like yeah, just wait. What do you mean, Mickey Mouse? Like glove? a big Mickey Mouse glove on just one hand. <laughs> I don't know why, but when you said that, I immediately flashed to Michael Jackson's sparkly glove. That's oh. what I was. I could not. Okay, so like well, a Mickey Mouse hand. Yeah, Mickey yeah, Mouse. yeah. Got it. Okay. Just like menacing vibe. Like we went to Seven Eleven to get wine, and like people had like oozing sores, and but then. The next morning, this park next to our hotel that had been like crawling with people just in in d- the darkness, <laughs> beautiful farmers market, yeah. people <laughs> selling soap yeah. and like mm-hmm. herbs, and we sat down and had a breakfast burrito, and there were some old lesbians next to us talking about our orga- organic garden, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like maybe that was the time portal we went through. Albuquerque I don't know. got cleansed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but weird place. Do you believe everything in your life leads you to this moment, like you're being guided, or do you mm. feel like it's more haphazard than that? In my heart, I think we are, yeah, entropy. There's no, I mean, everything that's going to happen is going to happen, but <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think like I could step in the wrong puddle and that will change the course of my life. Sure, yeah. sure. Um, what would you do if you found an old flip phone in the woods? I would be compelled to find out what's on an old piece of equipment really i think that would be really fun my barrier See, my would be, first hurdle my first hurdle would be what do i do with it now well yeah <laughs> i admired her ingenuity because my thing would be like i would go past the shop that sells the old cell phones but i wouldn't be confident enough in my espanol to, yeah. to buy it <laughs> which is holding up a picture yeah that drove a lot of my my trip over the last week is like oh i could probably do something here but i don't want to ask my yeah espanol terrible uh, what would you choose to go back to if you could? Oh, five years ago. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I, just, I think of going to New York last October. I, and literally, that's oh. what I was going to say. Harry Styles. Yeah. And New York in fall. Absolutely. I mean, just a delight. A great time. Uh, but could, you know, that could be in the future, too. Sure. Yeah. Um, could William Jackson Harper get it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. I know. percent I feel like he's a real sleeper, though. Like, I I really feel like he... Maybe. He's... he's I, very conventionally attractive. I he don't know is. why I say that. but Yeah, like, I mean, I think he's one of those people that, like, on TV, it's like, oh, he's a sleeper. If you walked by him in real life, oh, he would be I, a head I turner. Would <laughs> fall over with the power of his, yeah, yeah magnetism, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, could Ben Sinclair get it? Absolutely. Really? I, I, Unequivocally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Oh. He's got, like, such a, I don't know. Gentle spirit? A gentle spirit, mm-hmm. but, like, kind of a quiet... Um, magnetism yeah like yeah a weird like quiet confidence he's got long blonde hair it's a real hurdle <laughs> for me <laughs> um yeah the bleached and, hair was a funny touch and also i think 
that he, I do think that Ben Sinclair truly is like a, I don't, I know nothing. This is based on the characters that I've seen Ben Sinclair play, mm-hmm. but um, I do get like real gentle vibes from him, but I do also feel like he'd be nude like the entire, like you, you would go to kiss him and all of a sudden he'd be nude, like and he'd be <laughs> nude for like a whole weekend in your Probably, house yeah. and like he'd call you lover all the time. Like I, I, I get real, I get real vibes. Like he'd be like, lover, can I get you some coffee? <laughs> Like yeah, the, from like the, the kitchen. Will Ferrell professor character. Ew, no. <laughs> Ew, no. Okay, I take it back. Fine. Ben Sinclair can get it. He can call me lover. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I take it back. I would never compare him to Will Ferrell. Um, okay, and then uh, what would you... So if you could, like, time travel... Yeah. Uh, by the way, they're bringing back Quantum Leap. I don't know if you do that. I heard about that. <laughs> and that's with Randall Park, right? Yes. Okay, great. I love him. I love Randall Park, too, but do we need a... No. A reboot of an almost perfect show. No, no, we don't. <laughs> Got Bacula. Dean, that's a, it's Dean Stockwell just died. Like, <laughs> just died. Could we let his body get cold? Um, But yeah, I, I do like Randall Park. So wish him all the best, I guess. Um, <laughs> Is it going to be on network TV? It's on Peacock. That? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's going to oh, be on Peacock, maybe I believe. We'll have to watch that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Uh, if you could time travel, what would you? Oof. I mean, I feel like there's no future to go into, right? Like, so it's, it's a limiting problem, self-limiting problem. Yeah, I don't know. What would I go back to? No, what would you go forward? To? Oh, go forward to. I mean, there's no. Yeah, Oof. yeah, that's a grim thought. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't even want to go forward to tomorrow at this point. Well, see, don't you think that that's the thing? Like having the knowledge about what's coming is a curse, right? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. I would like to see how this Don't Worry Darling thing plays out, though. I want to know if it's going to be the biggest biggest movie ever. (laughs) I think that you don't probably won't need time travel for that. No. Hopefully. No. Knock on wood. Yeah. (laughs) Comes out out next week. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully we make it that far. Yeah. Friday the 23rd. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Anything else that you would like to say? No. I recommend this show. I do, too. Yeah, I thought it was uh, charming. What happened to Sam's girlfriend is my last question. Oh, she was played by Debbie Ryan, who she wasn't a big part of the show, but she um, she's been on the Bachelor podcast that I listened to a few times. Okay, she is a charmer. Oh, really? Yeah, she's real funny. Um, What else has she been in? She was in. um, She was in that show that was like about a fat girl who got into an accident and had her jaw wired shut. And then she became, she had oh, she lost so much weight okay. that she was like really hot. Drop, what was that? Yeah. Drop dead gorgeous? No. No. Drop. Something like that. Maybe it was called that? Anyway, that's all I know her from. But uh, anyway. Okay. I, um, yeah, she will fuck her professor for the next Oh, she'll months. be a second wife and yeah. then <laughs> absolutely get fucked over by whoever yeah. the newest, hottest thing is. Yeah. Girls keep falling for that shit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. okay. Anyway, All right. Do you have anything you want to say about the Emmys? I'm really curious what was there. Oh, I hated it. it so fucking much. Really? I hated it. So, I hated every fucking moment of it. I think Jimmy Kimmel, I don't believe he had bad intentions. Extremely fucking uncool to lay on the stage while Quinta Brunson accepts her first fucking What's Emmy. That? Yeah. They, Why was he laying on the Will stage? Will Arnett and Jimmy Kimmel did a bit where... 
Will Arnett dragged him out and the joke was supposed to be that like he got so drunk that like he didn't that he just like was passed out oh. and he refused to move when Quinta Brunson got on the stage and she had to step over his fucking prone body to give her speech and now every single fucking picture of Quinta Brunson has him at her feet mm. like it's just not cool no. and it's not cool whether it's Quinta Brunson or whether it's fucking anyone else yeah I feel like the Emmys in general it, the voting made fucking no sense to me yeah none at all like everybody who won I was like this is the laziest most obvious fucking like I Succession won for best drama obviously mm. Jeremy Strong didn't win. Fucking Ted Lasso won for the the weakest season of yeah. Ted Lasso. Like it just did not hold a candle. Brett Goldstein won. I feel like everyone was like, who did, "Who did I vote for last year?" And just like yeah. they were done, <laughs> and that was it. I think Keenan did the best he could, yeah. but like whatever. Pete Thompson came out looking like, or Pete Davidson, sorry, came out looking like. I don't know, he came like from Pete the Davidson. fucking car wash. Like, it was just, <laughs> which is fine. I get that's his thing. But, like, Pete Davidson is also getting a show on Peacock that he's making $500,000 an episode for. And that's why Girls 5 Eva is going to be canceled and Busy <laughs> Phillips can't fucking make her house payment or whatever. I don't know. But, like, did they really snub Joey Tata in, yes, in memoriam. Yes. Joey Tata did not fucking make I saw you in tweet that. And then yep. the next morning, like, I woke up with a start, like, angry. Like, did I really <laughs> that read happen? that? Yeah. <laughs> You, in you, fucking fury. You're on the record as saying there is no way they will snub Joey Tata. Yeah. God is real and he hates me. Yeah. Um. I mean, a lot of it was fine. I was happy to see Quinta Brunson. I was happy to see Cheryl Ralph. I was happy to see, I don't know, some other people. So Abbott Elementary really cleaned up. Not really. Oh, okay. um, Abbott Elementary won. Mike White really fucking cleaned oh, up. He? he won twice for writing for the White Lotus. And then the White Lotus won whatever the fucking White Limited Lotus. Limited series yeah, or whatever. whatever. Fuck the White Lotus. I'll watch the second <laughs> season. Don't doubt it. <laughs> um, I, I just, it, it just seemed lazy. And it's clear that the Emmys are over. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just done. There's no <laughs> point in televising. We don't televise like fucking insurance adjuster of the year awards why are we televising these tv ones and also the only other one i was happy about was a lady one for the episode of ted lasso that she wrote and uh-huh. she said i it's boring when regular people thank people so i'll just say <laughs> she was awesome and she just like walked off and i, I love like, that move read I, the fucking room yeah. lady she got it yeah i i don't know i guess everyone feels obligated to thank who they have to thank but those speeches are so boring. Just say like you're on television. Give me content, you know. Don't don't thank <laughs> yeah. your your hairdresser's assistant or whatever. It's unless you're Jean Smart, and then do she thanked her esthetician oh, at, really? for the Botox? Yeah, <laughs> she said because I lost a bet. Thank you for the Botox. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, happy to see Jean Smart win. Always. Yeah. She and Hannah Einbinder Binder had the only funny part where oh, yeah. they came out and. Anna Einbinder was standing awkwardly behind her and she was like, what are you doing? Why are you standing behind me? And she said, I'm shy. I don't want to do it. <laughs> and then she said, you're shy? And she said, so why did you agree to host? And then Hannah in Einbinder whispered, because I have a better view of Zendaya from up here. <laughs> and Zendaya won, which I was happy about. But That's great. Anyway. She's great. Fuck the Emmys. That's all, all I have to say. All right. I'll um, keep drinking that garbage. <laughs> yeah, oh, me too. I'll watch it again. I'll I'll watch it next Friday at 6 a.m. when they televise it next year. It's going to be like, yeah, I'll be getting up early. Um, all right. Well, I endorse the resort. I me think too. you should watch it. It's 
worth your time. Also, give season two of Love Life a shot with William Jackson Harper. And uh, thank you, as always, for listening. We'll be back next week with more TV on the radio. Keep it here on BFF.FM. Indie Rock Girl Radio is coming up next. And it won't play my Elliot Smith song for some reason. Mm. They hate emo. Um, okay. Well, talk amongst yourselves while I try to figure this out. Hang on. Which Elliot Smith song is it? I'll just sing it. Is it Needle in the Hay? <laughs> no, it's The Biggest Lie. Why? Is it, the input's not wanting, on. It keep, Leah, no, it's not. It's not. It's my computer. It's not anything to do with the input. My okay, well, the input's also not on. <laughs> okay, well, it, there's no point in turning on the input if it won't play it. Anyway, keep it here on Indie Rock Girl Radio because she will be able to play songs.